Glomies, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. It's been an awesome year together. We are so grateful for you. And this episode was so much fun to record. We did a phone call, which we've never done before. And it was really fun. So um, keep listening if you want to hear just two gals having a little phone chat, catching up. We talked a lot about Japan. We talk about Caroline's upcoming trip to Mexico City, which sounds so awesome and exciting. And, you know, we just kind of touched base with each other. We made a big decision for a big goal for next year and it's it was so much fun chatting and we are excited for you to listen and a couple announcements one as always follow us on instagram at glowing up podcast and also i am going to be doing stand-up in a couple cities in the beginning of 2019 so if you're interested in seeing my stand-up you can get tickets there are links in my instagram i'm coming to philadelphia dc seattle Los Angeles, I have a show coming up. So if you are interested in seeing my stand-up, check out tickets for those cities. And I'll be adding more. And we will also be, hopefully, Glowing Up will be doing more touring in the new year. You guys, take a listen. Have an awesome Christmas. Awesome holiday break. If you have to work, I feel you. I'm sorry. I've been there. I've worked on the holidays, too. I know that that can be a bummer. Sometimes it can be a good thing because keeps you away from you know fighting with your family or whatever it may be anyways we love you guys enjoy this app let's get ready to Hey Caroline. Oh, hey Esther. Um, not much. Just we are today recording a phone call between us. You know what, Esther? We are two busy gals on the go. (laughs) We're in between holiday plans, and we just had to catch up over the phone. I know it's kind of like fun, and I don't know. It feels festive to me that we're like long distance. It's very romantic. It is romantic, but nothing will keep us apart. Not time, <laughs> not space. Not FaceTime audio, nothing. Certainly not. Um, but it's true, you and I are both, we're really world travelers this holiday season, and we just could, all we could do was really squeeze in a phone call. Ugh, dude. I can't, so wait, you're leaving tonight for Mexico City? I'm leaving tonight for Mexico City and some other towns. I'm doing like a two-day Mexican jungle tour which I'm very nervous about oh my god how do you even this is what I have to know like how do you even get to that like how do you learn that that exists and then like figure out how to make that happen that's a great question so it's definitely a team effort I'm going with my boyfriend John and John lived in Mexico in high school so he's kind of coming in wait oh what he did a semester abroad in high school. I did not what? know that was a thing. I know. <laughs> I know. So he knows like what we should do and what we shouldn't do. And he said he had always heard that the Sierra Gordas, which I don't even know if they're a proper jungle, but it's just something like kind of near-ish Mexico City. 
he's heard those are great and there's these guided tours where you can just sign up and play a fat flat fee and you stay in a cabin and you hike and you do all this stuff so he he kind of found it honestly I don't even really know how he found it but I'm terrified I'm nervous the thought of the thought of being stranded in the in the Sierra Gordas for two days with my bug spray and <laughs> So much bug spray. So much bug spray. Okay, but you know what? You hit something on the head that I actually thought about while I was in Japan, which is that you really, if you're going to uncharted territories for yourself, you really want to be with someone that knows what they're doing. And that was honestly like no shade to my boyfriend, but we didn't know what we were doing in Japan. And it was it was challenging. Like, I found myself often thinking like, oh, if if only i had a person who had been here before used to live here lives here now knows the language like if i had one of those things i think it would have made the trip so much more enjoyable but obviously that's like not an option at all for any like most people and i just had to tough it out but it that i feel like could be such a difference maker even if even if i had like studied a little beforehand like i really just fucking did nothing i went in so blind it was kind of stupid I think there are pros both ways. I always kind of admire people that go to a new city and do minimum planning. (laughs) Like, I mean, as scary as that would be for me, there's something very, like, charming and whimsical about being like, you know what, I'm just going to, like, traipse around and, you know, just, like, kind of go to coffee shop to coffee shop and take it as it comes. Whereas I'm definitely the opposite I overplan. I obsessively Google. I try to map out each day mm. in my area. Like I try to go to a city with a pretty, not nothing is set in stone, of course, but a good awareness of like what lunch is going to be that day and what dinner is going to be this day and what area I'm going to be in and which museum. So you have the freedom and you can drop things if need. But I feel so much more comfortable when everything's saved into my Google Maps and like wow. I, oh yeah, that's. That's definitely my preferred way. But, I, I I like that. That I wish I could get into that. I feel like if I just learned how to save things into Google Maps, my life would be completely different. I'm sure. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I think that my Japan trip would have, honestly, like, my method would have worked if I didn't have a broken toe, if I could have just, like, walked around. But the fact that I couldn't do that, it was, it was, like, I don't know. It just, I could feel how it would have been more fun if I could have walked properly. Well, let's definitely talk about that because I, I know you, it wasn't perfect and there were a lot of issues and it was hard for a lot of reasons, but I am really proud of you for going. Thank I you. All the glomies. I speak for all the glomies when I say Esther, we're proud of you for <laughs> with it. You went to Japan, you got it done and we're just all very proud. Everyone of you. is proud that I went on an international vacation. <laughs> In general, but to do it with an Indian, <laughs> you never thought you had it in US. <sighs> you know, it was really amazing, and I'm definitely glad I went because the thought of me sitting in my bed with my toe elevated, like mm. for seven days, thinking about what life would have been like if I went to Japan, I that would have been so depressing. And even oh. though it was challenging and it was really cold, because I wasn't able to walk. You know, I here's the thing. I could very easily right now walk around my house. Not easily, but I can manageably walk around my house. I can walk to and from my car. I can walk to and from, you know, 
little short distances. But I cannot walk through a city. And the walking that was required in Tokyo, it would have been a joke. I would have, like, there's just, there was no way it was going to happen. So we did borrow a wheelchair per your recommendation. And that actually had its pros and cons. Like, it was amazing. It made it, it made us able to, like, explore and go around. However, it being in the 40s and 50s, I am not kidding. If I walked, if I limped slowly, I had no issue with the weather. If I was in that wheelchair, I was freezing cold, cold as ice. Like, I couldn't handle it. And even Dave, who was pushing me around, was so hot. Oh, my God. He was piping hot. I was freezing cold. There's just something about being pushed in a wheelchair where your body's not moving and you're just being thrust into wind. It was That was the biggest issue for me was the weather in the wheelchair. But I ate so many great things. However, if you're vegan damn japan is not the place like that just had to immediately go out the window i had like i had no choice there was just there's not really vegan options there it's very they're few and far between really yeah i know i was so shocked i'm like oh my god japan it'll be so easy like there'll be just plentiful vegetables everywhere but it was not like that at all however i will say the produce was amazing the produce there is so much better I had the best meal of my life. I'm not exaggerating. At a TGIF Fridays. What? Yes, dude. I went to a fucking Fridays outside a train station in Shinagawa. And I it was I had this salad that was so good. Imagine a fucking Friday salad here in any United States city. Ugh. It's just Romaine. Romaine City. Yeah. Which I love romaine, but like at a Friday's, it's just not going to be good enough. And this salad I had there, I don't even know what the lettuces were. They were so crisp and yet soft and crunchy. And there was all these ingredients in it. And the dressing, it was just, it was this fresh, like fun version of like your basic everyday American meal. And it was so good. It was exactly what I was looking for. In fact, like the next time, if I ever go back to Japan, my goal will be to hit as many American restaurants and get like Japan's version of, of our food. It was so good. Let's, um, let's unpack that a little. (laughs) I think there's something we need to unpack here. So Esther, you definitely went to a lot of places that we have in America. You went to a lot of, you went to Earth Cafe. Yes. You went to some Starbucks, which I am totally on board with that. Yes. I found that, why do you think those experiences were more rewarding for you? Was it because it was more familiar, but it still had a touch of the exotic? Like, what was it? So to be clear, I went to Blue Jam Cafe for breakfast one day and that I was expecting like, I was expecting that to be more the experience I had at Fridays, but it wasn't. Blue Jam, like, literally was a shot-by-shot remake of the Los Angeles Blue Jam. They're exactly the same. Nothing is different. The menu, like, there was just nothing different about the food. So that was, I will admit, that was probably a mistake. But, and even McDonald's, which I had fries at McDonald's, like, those were the same. I found a a few places to be exactly the same. But I was looking for, like, what I said at Fridays. Like, I was looking for the Japan better version of what I'm used to. And I only had that experience at Fridays. But I think, I think there's probably other places to do it. I don't know why. I think probably just, like, being vegan, wanting to be as vegan as possible led me to the American spots. But then I, I had... 
yeah were the rest were the menus in english a lot of menus are both english and japanese but then some places don't have english at all which is mm. like impossible you just point to like a picture there's a lot of pictures mm. they really rely on photos which was nice and yeah, then communication yeah so but it was it was such a cute like it was so cool and i went to tokyo and kyoto and it was gorgeous it was pretty the people were so wonderful the culture there is so interesting like the whole thing that people say is like they want to put everyone else before themselves and it was really just interesting to be around them they also talked a lot about like because we had a long talk with our waiter at Blue Jam, who is from the States but lived in Japan and was studying the language. And he told us about how, like, there's a lot of reading between the lines. That's what's emphasized in their culture. And he's, he actually had said, because he he's gay, and that dating in Japan, we were talking about that, and he said that it it's really challenging because there's a lot of reading between the lines expected in dating as well as it's not just professionally that that's the way it's like so he he was telling us how he found it really hard to find people to be like really honest and real because people don't want to be offensive in any way Mm -hmm. so i thought that was pretty fascinating and oh my god the toilet seats the toilet they're heated bitch they're fucking heated like yes they're all bidets and that's amazing but the fact that you're sitting your ass on a warm toilet seat was just like the most luxurious experience i've ever had i find a warm bathroom in general like when the floor is heated in someone's bathroom Ugh. or toilet seat, just something about warmth in the bathroom is the height of luxury yes it's like in two generations we went from outhouses like in the snow to having a heated toilet seat like (laughs) we've had in toilet technology in the last like 150 years are just incredible that's amazing yeah so that's like basically a bidet i love a bidet yeah i really really love a bidet i because i i'm it's so good i fucking carry baby wipes with me now like in my purse like I need my butt to be clean and so the thought that there's just bidets everywhere in Japan like my butt will never be dirty like it just it's such a it's such a luxury I also felt very safe there there's a lot that was just really wonderful about that city and that culture I mean that country and that culture back to bidets um (laughs) (laughs) the new name of this podcast back to bidets I I think that America is really backwards in terms of toilet hygiene. Like, the fact that we use dry paper, whereas if you go anywhere else, like, my mom, when I was growing up, she would always keep almost like a little plastic watering can next to the toilet. And, like, self-bidet, yes. Like a tiny little watering can next to the toilet, which is just, like, a thing. And it's a thing in Middle Eastern countries that you just have, like, a manual bidet and you fill it up at the sink, and then you, like, bidet yourself. And I always thought it was oh. so embarrassing and so weird. I'm like, no one else has that in their house. Like, I hate it. I'll never use it. And now I'm like, oh, my God, I need one in my house. I need the wash. The full wash is, like, that's the key to life. Your mom is so ahead of the game. I can't believe she had that. I've never heard of that. Like, we need to get those. That's so great. A tiny little plastic watering can. Oh. It, it's everything. Now let's take a quick break. Glomies, you know the feeling. A closet full of clothes, but nothing to wear. 
That's because women don't wear 80% of the clothes they own. But that was before Rent the Runway changed everything with their closet in the cloud. Rent the Runway was started by two women with a simple question. Why own when you can rent? Why be limited by the confines of your closet or wallet? At renttherunway.com, you can choose thousands of styles from top designer brands to wear every day, whether it's for work, weekends, or special occasions. Their monthly unlimited plan is the best. You pay one flat fee to rent four items at a time, and you can swap new items in and out as often as you like. It's literally Netflix for fashion. And there's no return dates, plus dry cleaning and shipping is always free (gasps) women all across the country use rent the runway to get dressed every day and 89 percent of rent the runway members report shopping less after trying the unlimited membership the new york times calls rent the runway unlimited a working woman's weapon Ooh, i love i love all that w talk and they're giving our audience literally the best deal they've ever offered on Unlimited. For a limited time, you can get $120 off your first two months of Unlimited membership by going to renttherunway.com slash glowing up. That's renttherunway.com slash glowing up to get your first two months of Unlimited at $120 off. Renttherunway.com slash glowing up. Um, hey, Glomies. Do you get a lot of UTIs? Are you like Caroline? She... <laughs> Because she sure does. And no, you know, no shade. It happens. We all have our own issues. Um, You know, Caroline, this is so funny. I'm going to read this copy as Carol and just only talk about how Caroline gets UTIs. And maybe she'll never listen. Maybe she will listen and love it. So we'll see. You guys, it feels like Caroline was living in constant anxiety of when her next UTI might strike. And UTIs are the second most common infection in the U.S. Half of all women get UTIs, and one in five women struggle with recurring UTIs. I've had a UTI. I know Caroline struggles with recurring UTIs. If you are like Caroline and you get UTIs, you know that cranberry juice is useless, and taking too many antibiotics can be problematic. Damn, I know that. So what should you do? Use Eucora, the natural effective way to prevent UTIs. Eucora was developed using the best research available in collaboration with a team of physicians. Eucora's unique formula targets bacteria and enables you to safely flush bacteria out of your urinary tract, stopping UTIs before they start. You just mix it with water and drink it after intimacy or exercise or whenever you think you might be at risk of a UTI. If you don't know what causes your UTIs, Eucora has you covered on a day-to-day basis too. It's natural. It tastes like pink lemonade. Try Eucora and break free from the endless cycles of UTIs and all those antibiotics. Doctors are always over-prescribing them. Guys, Get Eucora and say goodbye to UTIs. Right now, Eucora is offering 30% off when you text going up to 484848. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Text glowing up to 484848 to get 30% off your order at Eucora. That's G L O W I N G U P to 484848. Esther, tell us about, I'm dying to hear about the candy and like, yeah, I want to hear about the snacks and the candy culture. Did you go into any 7-Elevens? So, okay, the 7-Eleven, I feel like was really hyped up from past guests on our show, from people on Instagram, people online, like 7-Eleven was just really hyped up and it was cool, but I don't know, like I personally did not feel 
the vibe of walking in and grabbing a tuna mayonnaise thing wrapped in rice from 7-Eleven. Like, that... I, I feel like that was overhyped. Like, that just, to me... Did I try it? No. So I can't really knock it, but... There was something about it just wrapped in the cellophane and sitting there on the 7-Eleven shelf knowing that was like raw fish or, or whatever kind of fish in there. I couldn't stomach it. Like to me, that was not an option for me. Um, however, I did have some, they had so many desserts in those 7-Elevens that you've never heard of. Like I did go non-vegan to be a little adventurous and had like this little chocolate cream wrapped this chocolate cream crepe that was just like wrapped in a 7-Eleven shelf and it was amazing it was so fucking delicious and had like little red bean things there's just a lot there Ooh, one thing that was awesome is all the vending machines have green tea so you can just get this super high quality bottled cold green tea everywhere you go and I just thought like, if there was green tea everywhere, I would drink it so much more. It was so accessible. It was affordable. It was so delicious, unsweetened, just, like, so pure and good and just tasted so good. That was something that I really appreciated. And how was the matcha culture? Were you getting some good matchas? Oh, my God. This is... No. Like, I didn't see any matcha places, and I'm sure I could have seeked them out, but I did not stumble into any matcha culture the way I expected to I just it did not happen for me I even asked a girl at the hotel who was helping us I don't know if she's like a concierge or something like that she and I was like oh like where do you where around here would you go for matcha and this was in Kyoto and she just kind of like like she was being so nice this was not someone who like hated Americans she was so helpful and nice and when I asked her about matcha she like almost turned against me she was like and she used the t-word trendy she was like oh that's just a trendy thing like she really and this was Kyoto where everyone tells me this like the birthplace of matcha and she like kind of what is matcha just a trend that westerners have co-opted and we've assumed is like a huge Japanese thing dude completely co-opted it and are we in the wrong that's like what I think like people I feel like people don't give a fuck about matcha there but at the same time there's green tea everywhere there's a lot of green tea flavored things which look the bright green color of matcha so I'm like I but again like when you think about desserts that are flavored matcha like that does feel more gimmicky so I don't know. I think maybe it is a joke to them. I I don't know. A lot of huge discoveries. Yeah, I would love to hear people weigh in if they've had similar experiences or what their relationship with matcha in Japan was like. I I or their experience with it. Like, I'm very curious because mine was very different than what I've heard from basically every other person. Unbelievable. Well, Esther, you're unique. <laughs> You're ahead of your time. (laughs) Differently than everyone else, and we respect that. (gasps) Esther, did you see the Taco Bell in Tokyo? I saw it. We didn't go. Someone said... I know. We almost made it. We really wanted to. Someone said that Taco Bell in Tokyo is more like Chipotle. I don't know how true that is, but I'm I'm sad we didn't make it to that. I mean, I'm sorry this is turning into so many, like, 20 questions with Esther's trip to Japan, but I am so curious... Did it feel like everything was more expensive? Mm, no, it didn't. I think, but nothing was cheap. Like, I never felt like I got a deal or, like, anything was affordable. I felt like everything was, like, 
almost like LA pricing, you know, which is, I guess is expensive, but it's like what I'm used to, especially, I just feel like as a tourist, you kind of get screwed left and right financially. Like there were so many instances where I'm like, oh, we did not need to take a $20 cab there. Like there's just, or like at one point we took a $60 cab, like it just got, there's just a lot of expense in travel. And I think, I, I just wish there were ways to cut that down. I guess, you know, taking the subway, but even that gets expensive. Like just definitely you feel the expenses, but not so much because they're really expensive. Just like being, a, you're helpless. Yes. You're so you're helpless. Helpless. You feel like you don't know the tips and tricks. Like you just have to make do. It's like, sometimes it feels life or death and so stressful. Like you have to get to this place and you're, you're willing to all of a sudden shell out any amount of money just to like make something happen. Yes. Yes. That's the thing. It's like, you suddenly you're throwing down your credit when you're traveling it's like all rules are out the window with finances yeah you're, you're like I'm yeah willing to spend anything to get to from point a to point b yeah it's like you're constantly in emergency mode and spending as such and like that adds up and i don't know it just especially because i didn't feel like it was the best time just because of my toe and being in pain and being cold like it just that was a bummer and I, I I I found myself a lot of times being like when I come back I'll do this you know which maybe I will have the luxury of being able to go back but if I don't that'll also be okay it's pretty incredible that you went though I have to say again very proud of you <laughs> how was the flight like you flew a American? What did you fly? I flew Delta, and I kid you not, it was the smallest seat I've ever been in. Shut up. The smallest seat I've ever flown in, and it was significantly smaller than most normal airline planes. Like, I don't understand how small these fucking seats were. It was, and I'm small. I'm five feet tall. Like, I don't understand how a normal-sized person would handle these seats like it was so tiny that said the movies the tv access was huge they serve you food like oh, it was really meals, hot meals on a plane yeah i actually found myself enjoying the flight and i know i mentioned to th- this to you via text and you didn't want to hear it but the flight was 12 hours it was so easy even being cramped oh no I I tell you, it only really re-engaged, re-enlightened the fire for me for Paris. Girl, let me just say I'm not going to be pushing your wheelchair if you do Paris. No, no, no. I will be... No, no, you listen to me right now. I will be fully healed. We will take that flight. We will spend... I'll definitely compromise with you and we'll... We'll get there and we'll shop and we'll have a meal and maybe do a little more. But then as soon as it's dark. No, I will not budge on this. I'm not spending less than, I mean, I'm not really spending less than three to four days in Paris. And think of all the walking, Esther. We can walk along the Seine. We can go look at Monet's water lilies. We can just see some of the most beautiful museums and Sites. I mean, the Louvre itself, we could put down like 20,000 steps in just one day in the Louvre. Wow. Fuck. Or, fuck. I feel like you'd be the perfect person to go to Paris with. Oh, my God. I mean, 
we really do have to do it. We owe it to this podcast. We owe it to the podcast, and I'm not spending less than a day in Paris. You can absolutely forget about that. Okay, well, wait, 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 what about, a, what about one night, but two full days? It's a hard no. Oh, he sucks. across the fucking world. <gasps> I mean, I, I would maybe think about that. You could fly home alone, and I would take the train to, like, Italy or something. No, 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 no. I'm not going. I'm not doing it. I, we, we can talk off air about this. I, I just don't want to fight. <laughs> Esther, I'm about to have so many fun culinary experiences. I've pinned a lot of bars where, you know, they have, like, mezcal tastings, which is, like, a type of tequila, oh. and they serve you, like, fried or whatever it is, baked grasshoppers <gasps> as, like, a bar snack. Bugs are a huge snack in Mexico City. I'm so excited. Wait, what? Bugs are obviously, as I'm sure you know, a huge snack worldwide. Americans are, much like bidets, we're completely behind the curve on this. Bugs are the leanest, leanest source of protein, the most sustainable source of protein. You shut your mouth. You know all of this about bugs. I'm sure I'm just telling you things you've already read and heard. But bugs are a huge snack, like, especially, like, almost as a replacement for chips, where they will be... (gasps) What? baked or like dehydrated so they have a crunch to them listen to yourself grade and like lemon and chili so a lot of bars in mexico city will serve them alongside your drinks as a bar snack and i am so excited i mean i'm open to bugs but i again i think it's kind of look grasshoppers are one thing but i I don't know how much bigger i could go than a grasshopper (gasps) what do you mean what's bigger than a grasshopper I'm not really sure, but I'll have to really assess and, you know, kind of give you the update afterwards. But I could do a grasshopper. I could do a little worm. But, like, if we're getting into, like, the beetle-sized area, it's going to be a hard pass for me. I can't believe what I'm hearing. I cannot. I'm so just almost just, like, inspired, and I really admire your adventurous just how adventurous you are with food is so amazing. I mean, it scares the shit out of me, and I will never eat a bug unless like it's the apocalypse but that Even is if it's, like completely sandblasted and like no totally clean and crunchy and has a delicious addictive chip-like quality no 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 i can't the i will not have mental peace of mind eating a bug and it's not even about being vegan like it's just something i i am afraid of bugs i see them in my home and i it, i i to put the thought of eating one, no matter how much, like, nacho cheese sauce or, like, Cool Ranch dust, like, it's just not going to happen. I can't believe... I am really excited, though, that you're going to try them and then come back and tell us about them. And bring you some and trick you and give you some. No, 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 but oh, I, Esther, they're so good for the earth. If the world would just get behind, especially crickets, like, crickets are barely even a bug. They're, like, they're as close to a small, like, dog as you can really get oh my god and they're so sustainable again the protein level in a bug compared it's just it's pure lean protein there's nothing bad in a bug this is so just listen to yourself i'll send you a couple articles i'm not crazy i've heard that like they're the protein of the future i have heard that there you go okay i knew she was in there somewhere (laughs) um i'll keep my eye out for any fun like makeup or beauty but I don't know if Mexico City is gonna really is gonna really have what I'm looking for, but I'm gonna keep an eye out. But I'm doing a lot of street food. I'm gonna be doing street food tours. Like I've heard legends about street food in Mexico City. How there's this like one woman 
who's been making these quesadillas for 40 years and they're <gasps> blue corn homemade blue corn oh. tortillas with she home makes the quesadilla in front of you and then puts squash blossoms in them and oh. they're supposed to be like the most heavenly delicious unbelievable oh my god i mean that is my favorite fucking cuisine right there that is you're gonna eat the best food on the planet in my opinion i'm about to eat the best food on the planet i'm thrilled and the good thing about mexico is it is gonna be cheap which is i haven't been to i feel like i'm almost like it's almost gonna be cheaper day to day to be in mexico than it will be to like be in California on vacation. Yeah, you'll you'll basically be be making money and earning interest just by going to Mexico. Bitch, I'm rich. <laughs> and we'll take a quick break. Gloomies, you know what's important for me to say? Rothy's shoes are stylish, sustainable, and comfortable enough for everyday wear anywhere. It's the damn truth. Rothy's are the only shoes that I will wear besides, I will wear willingly besides sneakers. I love Rothy's so much. I love when I see other women wearing Rothy's, I always shout them out. Like, I love those shoes. I can spot them a mile away. I think they're awesome. And it's the holiday season, which means company parties and time with family. Why shouldn't you look stylish and feel comfortable at the same time? Are you ready to try on the most comfortable flat you've ever worn that you can literally wear all day for any occasion? Seriously, you're never going to want to take them off. That's how I feel. And did you also know that they make their flats from recycled plastic water bottles? <gasps> oh, and they're also super cute. Yeah, that's that's Rothy's for you. Rothy's is the everyday flat for life on the go. It's stylish, it's classic, comfortable, and comes in four very cute, fashionable styles, the flat, the point, the loafer, and the sneaker for women and girls. Color and pattern selection is amazing, and they're always updating their lineup. They launch new colors every few weeks, and they sell out constantly. I have the little gray loafers. I love them, and I really want to get, I want to check out their new colors and get something new for the new year. You really have to check out their site. They're so cute. Meghan Markle slipped on her Rothy's on her recent Australian tour with Prince Harry. No big deal. The princess of the world. <sighs> they make a great gift for your best girlfriends, your family. Everyone will thank you for their new pair one step at a time. And it will blow your mind that they're made from recycled plastic water bottles because they're the softest shoe you'll put on your feet. You can actually feel good about wearing them. And they have reached 20 million bottles recycled that's awesome an added bonus the best added added bonus in my opinion they're machine washable because who the fuck is gonna wash hand wash their shoes i'm not i love my rothy's and i know you will too and right now rothy's has an amazing deal for our listeners use code glowing up to get free shipping with no minimum guys it's free shipping free returns free exchanges on your rothy shoes and honestly you will not return them they're so awesome go to rothys.com that's r-o-t-h-y-s.com and enter glowing up to get your new favorite flats with free shipping it's a no-brainer they're comfortable they're stylish sustainable and free shipping go get yourself a pair today rothys.com promo code glowing up and get this deal while it lasts glomies i am here today to tell you about homesick candles 
We love homestick candles here at Glowing Up. You've seen them everywhere on social media for a reason. They're so cute. They're chic. They have such a great look. And I find them to be very thoughtful and personal. You know, I am a person that is homesick. I always miss Chicago. I I miss Los Angeles when I'm away from it. I think these are such a cute gift idea. You know, they're little candles that each, they're named after cities. So if you have a friend that recently moved or always travels, it's a perfect gift for that kind of person. And or for yourself, you know, I just think they're such a unique idea. And they also have different scents like the holiday scent, which is perfect for right now. We love homesick candles. I think they're so cute. They just look good in any room, in any office. And they have limited edition mini candles. And they have the extra large candles. There's so many varieties. They've got holiday, New Jersey, New York City, Beach Cottage, Texas, Northern California. Ooh, that sounds really interesting. Southern California, Florida, Michigan, Washington, Arizona, Colorado, New Home, Love. There's so many. And each candle is made from a natural soy wax blend, premium cotton wicks, and is completely non-toxic. Right now, our listeners who go to homesick.com and use our promo code GLOWINGUP will receive 10% off any order over $60 and get free shipping. It's a great deal. That's 10% off and free shipping. This amazing offer expires at the end of December and the most popular state and city candles will not last long. Do not wait. Visit homesick.com and use our promo code GLOWINGUP and find the perfect personal gift for your whole list today. Anyway, I'm so thrilled. I can't wait to tell you all about it. I know. This is such a huge trip. I'm so excited. I also... It's just so cool because a lot of people that we know go to Mexico a lot. It's, you know, it's a pretty easy flight from Los Angeles. And, you know, what do people do? They go to a resort and they don't leave their resort for, you know, seven days and they come back. But you're literally going out there exploring, eating the street food. Like, that's a fucking way to do it. That is so cool. That is such a much more fulfilling, exciting trip. The Just the food experiences alone that you're about to have. Oh, I know. Oh, Jeez. we have a reservation for... So Because I'm going on Christmas Eve and Christmas and it's a Catholic country. <gasps> so we had to make food reservations so far in advance because everything is closed. But we're going to this one extremely famous Mexico City restaurant on Christmas Eve, which is, so we are going to land that morning at 6 a.m. And the only reservation we could get, you're going to love this, was at 5 (gasps) p.m. So I'm so excited to land, bounce around, do all this amazing stuff. Oh, God, the food that we're going to be eating is just, I could go on and on about the food that I have on my list of what I want to eat. Oh but my god. Night, we're ending it at this amazing fish restaurant called Contramar where they serve this famous filleted fish that's like saucy and oh god, it just looks so good. I've been dreaming about it for months. Dude, that is amazing. I'm texting you a picture of the fish right now. I mean, I wish the listeners could see it, but if they just Google Contramar, they'll see it. Okay. Ugh. Just so you know, my new 2019 glowing up mm-hmm. goals are more travel with you in particular honestly international i'm always down i have some dates i can send you offline i'm like ready to book a trip for march i love the i that's can i just get real for a second my favorite quality in a friend is when they're just always down like that is to me the most valuable quality in someone that they're just down like you know that just makes me feel so seen and cared for I completely 
completely agree with you. My favorite friends are the ones that are like, let's go. Where are we going? Yes. Like the friend that you can call and just say, I'm coming over now. Bye. Like that is, that's the best. All right. So our glowing up 2019 goals, we're doing one international trip together. Yes. That's it. That's final. Okay. That's confirmed. And then hopefully we'll be going to more cities in the United States, doing more live shows and just keeping on supplying the most amazing glowing up content episodes and guests for our lovely glomies and obviously in the beginning of january we will we will be getting into our like personal life real life resolutions for sure and as i always say like i think january is you have a one month grace period for your resolution so you have that whole first month to kind of like feel it out figure it out so we'll be doing that for sure Oh, yeah, girl, you better believe it. We're going to be hitting 2019 hydrated. We're going to be hitting it dewy. We're going to be hitting it moisturized. Caffeinated for me. Very caffeinated. And, you know, we'll be hitting it Starbucks gold status. Oh, my God. What do you even get at Starbucks? Let's talk about that. I've had a huge revelation, Esther. What? I think I've hacked. I think I've hacked Starbucks. I'm listening. Almond milk is a no-go at Starbucks. I've completely realized that conclusion. It's a hard no. Good. But I'd love for you to kind of open your mind to the possibility of adding steamed coconut milk. Uh, Coconut milk is really good. Are you sure? I'm sure a a, a blonde Americano, which is more mild tasting, and then adding steamed coconut milk. Ugh. That's it right there. That's like you're kind of doctoring a latte, but you're not getting all the milk in a latte. It's everything. So right now my go-to order is a grande blonde Americano in a venti cup, add steamed coconut milk, and then sometimes I'll add like one pump of a holiday flavor if I'm feeling really frisky. Wow. That order, that's like the best order I've heard in a very long time. A blonde Americano... And what do you say, a splash of coconut or? Oh, no, oh, no. Add steamed coconut milk. Like, I want them to bring it to the top of the venti cup. Okay, and how many, so how much water, though, is in there? So I'm getting a grande in a, in a venti cup. I see, okay. Wow. Yeah, it's completely twisted, and it's completely, I'm completely not using Starbucks the way it was meant to be used. No, that is the way it was meant to be used. They want you to be customizing because that's how you feel ownership over your drink. I mean, you said it. You said it, girl. And then adding a pump of a holiday taste sometimes will really take it over the top. Like a pump of a white chocolate mocha or one pump of gingerbread. I mean, that will really bring the drink together for me. But it's not necessary. And the coconut milk, Esther, I implore you to try steamed coconut milk. It's very good. I'm an iced person, so I I wonder if this drink would translate well over into iced. That's very, I think it would. Okay. I'm, this is good, especially for like pre-holiday travels, because you know that once I'm in Skokie, once I'm on the road to Minnesota with my parents, like Starbucks, I'll be lucky if I even have that as an option. Totally. Well, let me know. Try the coconut milk. I'd love to hear I mean, I'm obsessed with the Instagram you showed me, the macro barista. (gasps) How good is that account? Oh, my God. Wait, let me look up so we can shout it out. I'm sure it's the macro barista. Okay. (laughs) Pretty sure. Here, let me make sure. Yes, it is. It's just the macro. 
will you tell everyone about it? Okay, so it's called The Macro Barista. It's this guy, Alex, who used to work at Starbucks, I believe. And he just, he literally comes up with a new combination all the time. It'll be like, here's how to make snickerdoodle cold brew at Starbucks. And here's exactly the protein the fat the carbs the calories like he breaks it down he shows you exactly how to order it and he gives you uh, options like it, it just he's so creative he's and man. he's a fucking mastermind he's like technically classically trained in starbucks barista and yep. he is using it for the greater good of people who want to enjoy different drinks that and also like know their exact content he's just he's fucking doing the lord's work like he's and i say that on christmas as this is released like he is he's just the best he's i mean he's my messiah and he oh he'll even like this week he did a post that was like okay are you new to the coffee world here are images and words telling you exactly the difference between americano latte cappuccino like he's just so i love when i love when they baby you i love when they treat you like you're dumb and they just they just let you let you in into their world it's it's a beautiful thing i know don't block me out let me in yeah and his pictures... I, that, that graphic was really helpful for me. And I know coffee. Same. Um, yeah, he's a dream guest for sure. He lives in Texas, but he's a fucking dream guest. Definitely a dream guest. I mean, I'm so deep again in the Starbucks point system this holiday season. I've really seen my ugly side come rear its head. My Starbucks point obsessed. It's, it's back. I know we have to go in a second, but can you like talk me through what you're working towards how long you've been working towards it because i don't know anything about it and i'm getting obviously getting very turned on just thinking about your points can you just please i think you've really kind of hit the crux of it what am i working towards there are no real concrete goals in the starbucks verse Mm. but i am getting for every i think it's a star per dollar or something like that and for every certain number of stars you're getting a free drink or food item Mm. which I love. Like, today, I had my free drink and food. I've been sitting on the free reward now for a couple of weeks, and I was starving, and I was with my boyfriend, so we each got coffees, and then we used the free reward to get a hot sandwich, which, when you're in the mood for a hot Starbucks sandwich and you're starving, there's nothing like it. Wow. I mean, I know, I don't think a lot of them for you, Esther, but... No, I used to I used to really go hard on those. The the spinach fader wrap was like my life when I first moved to LA. Oh, I know. I I love so many of them. What did it's you get? So we got one of the fridge ones, which is like we got ugh, I think it was sriracha chicken or something like that, and then they heat it up and it's just this like hot chickeny sandwich on my starving stomach on the first day of my period. It was like it was just it was something about hot bread when you're on your period. My body, Ooh. my body is just so ready for it. <laughs> that is my too body real. Is ready. And what else am I working towards? I mean, look. Sometimes there's there's challenges where you can earn bonus stars. Right now, there's a Christmas promotion going on where you can earn Starbucks for life if you co- collect the right game tokens. And look, obviously that's a loser's game, but <laughs> it's not stopping me. I'm pretty close to getting some really great rewards but i'm kind of nervous because i I might need to give you my starbucks login because i'm going to be out of the country for the rest of the starbucks for life sweepstakes (gasps) 
So I might need you to use my Starbucks account for all your purchases. Yes, I'm happy to. And do gameplay for me because I I need your help. I mean, again, it's like this is why you and I host a podcast mm-hmm. together. Like when I think about playing that Monopoly McDonald's game as a child, like that is my most informative life experience right there. And the fact that you're doing the same completely waste of time bullshit right now and even with the monopoly game at least it was physical pieces where this is just exists on some like weird stupid janky website that you use on your phone safari app of course they're not going to give you the starbucks for life but it's not going to stop me oh my god it's the hope that keeps you going it's the hope and i will say you can do starbucks for a month or win starbucks for three months and i am hopeful i can win one of those i'm very close oh i am Girl, I am in your corner cheering loud and proud. Just just every time you play that game, no, I'm right there with you. Okay, well, you're going to actually have to be playing it for me because you're getting my Starbucks app login. Copy that. Copy that. All right. Esther, it's been such a great year. I know. And thank you so much for taking the time to call me and like taking such an interest in my Japan trip. It makes me feel so, so seen. Are you kidding? I was on the edge of my seat to hear everything oh my god okay well and i'm so excited for your trip i cannot wait to hear all about please take so many photos of the food i will i will take photos of every meal and i will bring you some crickets Mm, do you think dave would eat crickets oh for sure he is the most adventurous eater he and you are at the same level for sure and you know who i bet would love some crickets Donut? Donut? My sweetheart. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Our little sweetheart would love some. But anyway, Esther, I will take pictures. I'll miss you dearly. And it's Same. such a great year. I loved our holiday phone call. I know. This was so much fun. I really, I'm like already missing you and I cannot wait. I'm so excited for the new year. I know we have a few really fun things planned and we're just really excited and energized about this show and the fans and fucking meeting Glomies left and right. Like, this is just, this has really been so much fun and I'm so fucking grateful for the community and for you. And I'll shut up because I sound stupid, but I will see you. I love it. Glowing up <laughs> is my religion. <laughs> And every episode of Glowing Up is like Christmas. Just <laughs> that way. Yay. All right. Well, I will I will see you next year, as they say. Oh, no. <gasps> see you next year. I can't wait to delve into more serum talk. Yes. All right, Glomies. What will the serum of 2019 be? What will the nut milk of 2019 be? Oh, I'm digging my heels in deep for oat milk to be the milk of the year for the centuries to come. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Bye, Esther. And we love you, Glomies. Have a great holiday season. Bye, everyone. We'll see you guys next year. Oh.